this is Ariel A. Bayon with Be Contensis. We're going to be discussing the black sheep, the misunderstood child of God, the one to break generational curses. And God gave me this word on March 18th. He gave me Ezekiel 34, 23 through 27. Um, so... The 23rd verse, I wrote, feed them, and quote unquote, feed them. Um, I said, in other words, feed them the word of God concerning them. There is always the one who hears and dedicates their life to God's will. They are clairvoyant. So... This is the person that is trying to reach out. They're constantly trying to feed their people the word of God. They're trying to give them a word of God concerning them. And as the black sheep, we are... I don't identify as a black sheep because I just understand that I'm chosen by God. God speaks to me. He speaks to those who listens, who take heed to his voice, who doesn't constantly grieve his spirit. So I don't look at myself as a black sheep, but in today's society, we would be called the black sheep, right? Or, you know, if you're worldly, you would want to identify as the black sheep. But we're not the black sheep. We're just simply chosen by God, and it's okay. Like, I have to understand, like, I'm just simply chosen by God, and that's just what it is. You can't knock me off my feet because I know what God said about me, and you, you're not going to do me like that, okay? You're just not, right? But in quote-unquote, I put feed them. In other words, feed them the word of God concerning them. There's always that one who hears and dedicates their life to God's will. They are very clairvoyant, meaning they hear all, see all. You can look up what the definition is, but that is what that means. Just in the spirit, you got the Holy Ghost for real, okay? So 24, it says, when God speaks, everyone must bow or they will perish. David is the black sheep, right? God is the head. God is God. And David understands that. Sometimes when we try to lead people, we fail to see past us. And when I say us, it is the person who is speaking on God's behalf. David understands and God told him that he is simply a servant. People more than likely envy him because of his position when he was simply just a servant. And as the black sheep, people sometimes envy the fact that we have heard this message from God and they trying to figure out, well, what make you so special? Well, God called me, you know? It says many are called, but few are chosen. You are also called as well, but sometimes we are just chosen. You may be just chosen. You just can't even fight 
the spirit. The spirit just be punching you up, punching you upside the head. Like be, it be punching me upside the head, boo. Like it be punching me real bad. <laughs> like I can't even fight the spirit. Sometimes the spirit will even tell me to go, and I just have to go. And it's something that I know it's not gonna be good. But because the spirit is with me, I'm able to withstand in that thing that's not exactly what I want it to be. He gives me peace, right? And so it says, David is simply a servant. People more than likely envy him because of his position when he was just simply a servant. Basically, a slave to the will of God. Um, I put that down because it's a verse in the Bible that basically says something about if you want to be a leader and you have to become a slave or if they want to be a follower make them a slave or something like that and I felt that like they kind of relate like in a more worldly sense like whenever we living in today's society we may seem like we're slaves but we're not slaves you know we just simply are chosen Sometimes I feel like you're a slave, right? I know sometimes I feel like I'm a slave. I feel like, okay, baby, can I can I do something worldly? But no, he be slapping me right upside the head like, no, boo. He be whipping me up and saying, nah, that's not for you. It's like the spirit be fighting me so hard. It's like I'm hearing guys too, I'm hearing you too clear. I know too much. Like I'm not perishing. I understand. I have the knowledge. I have the wisdom. You're giving me all the fruits for me to be just so disobedient. Like, no, you're not going to be disobedient. Go sit down. (laughs) That's how I be feeling. And he was devoted and he stayed strong due to the fact that he understood how God viewed him. And not what man may have seen within him while he was on his journey to bring the people out of the land. And sometimes as people, we seem to be caught up in what other people view us as whenever they don't even see what God sees. And so we just have to be focused on what God sees in us what God has told us to do. He literally made us a servant, and that's okay. He has chosen us to be a servant. He's chosen us to be the shepherd to his sheep. He's chosen us to lead them. And sometimes sheep don't really understand who you are, but you have that position to make them understand. But you can only do that if you have the nature of Christ and you're slow to anger and you're graceful and you're merciful to his people. That is the only way that they will understand you. You know, you have to be ready to pardon. You already know that they're not in the position that you're in or you wouldn't even be in that position, right? So you have to be ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, and do not forsake them. Because that is why you are in their life. You are the black sheep. You know, they just don't understand you. But don't let that worldly title 
take away from you being simply chosen by God. You are a servant. You are serving him. And while you're serving him, he's pouring into you. And while he's pouring into you, he's pouring so much into you that you can pour into others. And that's really like a blessing within all of it. You know, just being able to have God just pour into you. And though it may be hard, I was watching somebody's live and it was like, in order for you to be glorified as Christ was glorified, we must bear the same pain as Christ. We have to pick up our cross and walk. We have to walk with him. We have to follow him. Um, the 25th verse, God promises peace in his covenant. He didn't promise to heal first. Sometimes we expect God to do exactly what needs to be done first. Not realizing that he is doing what needs to be done. Period. <laughs> he is doing what needs to be done. You know, it's just like whenever we're dealing with our children or we're dealing with a friend, you know, they might ask us to do something for them and we might see a bigger picture for them you might say um hey friend can you go and get that for me and you like no like you can get it yourself and like that's how god does us like he doesn't want us to be lazy and Sometimes you think about it whenever you have that friend and that child that just wants you to do something. And, like, y'all imagine how God feels whenever he's seeing the bigger picture. But we just want them to just do it. Like, no. God don't want us to be lazy. He wants, to, he wants us to get into his word and gain his knowledge, right? So he doesn't do exactly what needs to be done. But he allows us to gain that knowledge and that power from him so that we can always have it with us. So that we don't have to be so babyfied and on the pacifier and just, you know, so weak in our spirit. We want, he wants to build our spirit, man. It says peace passes all understanding. Peace always grants you wisdom to understand so that you will never deal with the demon again he will make the demon cease as the word says and bow down peace grants you safety and when you have peace peace it passes all understanding so when you have peace you can allow God to just work and do his will in your life and just follow him and get all of the things that he has for you. Just live an abundant life with him, right? 26, when we follow God's lead, we open up the floodgates of heaven. As I said before, he just pours into us. Like He just pours so much into us. He opens up our eyes. He takes the veil off our eyes. He allows us to just see everything we need to see. It's always a win-win situation. We're able to stay positive and take everything that the devil meant for evil and allow God to turn it into good. Someone approached me today. I said, how was your day? And it was like, oh, well, I had a couple problems come up. I said, you don't have problems. You have solutions. Because if you have a problem, 
God will give you that peace so that you can get a solution out of every problem. So what are you left with? Solutions. And with those solutions, you can carry those solutions on and on and on. And you're able to always have that solution, right? <laughs> um, 27. He will release the Holy Spirit into your life so that you and your people may receive miracles. Like... Wow. He will give you the Holy Spirit. He will give you the fruits. He will give you his nature so that you can see what's going on in the world. See what's going on in your environment. You can have that discernment so that you can know where to go, where not to go, you know, how to deal with certain situations. And he will deliver you. He will constantly deliver you from these things, from these spirit, these evil spirits, these demonic spirits, these attacks that come over you, and you won't be possessed by it. You'll be able to fight it with your peace and say, look, I'm so at peace. I don't have to deal with that. Like, I know what that come with. That don't give me peace. That's not of God. I know what his peace feel like. So within all of that, I just want to say, do not be discouraged because you are chosen. You are literally chosen by God. You are the black sheep or whatever you want to call it, but I'm going to call it chosen, okay? I might be misunderstood. That's because I'm chosen, okay? I'm here to help you understand. And if you don't understand, it's okay. I'm still going to love you and I'm still going to be gracious and I'm still going to be merciful to you because that is how God is to me and that's how he still is to me because even though I'm chosen I still do wrong I'm not perfect I'm learning too I might fall weak I might not pray every day I might start to become idle but that's whenever I have to repent and I have to say Lord forgive me that was wrong of me that's not how you want me to handle these situations and then he forgives me and I just continue to hear from him because he's never going to leave me nor forsake me. You know, we might put ourselves in situations we might feel like it's God, it's God. No. And like I said earlier, sometimes God does tell me to go certain places, but it's not so that I could be devoured by it. It's just so that I can see what's going on and go into prayer about it. And so we have to really watch our mouths because God puts us in positions to pray for people and not to bring harm to them. And I really had to get in prayer about that myself today concerning my people, my family, and just everybody around me. I can't repeat something that they are battling with. I have to go into prayer, right? And so I challenge y'all today whether you feel like you're the black sheep or not I know it's some area in your life where something is misunderstood but have faith get into the word don't repeat anything negative but go into prayer and make every situation a win-win situation for you okay so I love y'all this is Be Contensis with Ariel A. Bayon, and I will see y'all on the next episode.
Mwah.